Hello there and welcome to the show. My name is Kate Rowan and I will be your host. The purpose of this podcast is to showcase the large and diverse group of people who entered the fitness industry later in life. And we want to grow a supportive community of um, midlife trailblazers who are changing careers and uh, coming into the fitness industry. In this first episode, I'm going to share my story of doing just that and uh, introduce myself as the podcast host. So my name is Kate Rowan and uh, I'm based in Perth in Western Australia and my business is called 50 Fitness and um, as the name suggests, uh, I help um, people over 50, busy working people over 50, just feel better, more relaxed, stronger and um, more energised and better able to to get on with their lives and do the things that they, they love to do. And uh, I mainly do that through my um, outdoor exercise community called Get Fit Outdoors, so group outdoor, group outdoor training. I also have a couple of uh, individual clients who I travel to see and uh, I'm looking at um, expanding my one-to-one personal training uh, services into, you know, this year. Okay, now how did I come into the fitness industry? Well, it is a bit of a long story. I started my certificate for in 2020 uh, at the age of 53. Uh, so 2020, we all know what that was like. Uh, so this is a pandemic story. Uh, but I'll I'll take you back to the very beginning of my working life just to show you how I got to where I was in 2020. So I started my working life in nursing as a 17-year-old school leaver in Queensland. And um, I, I liked nursing. It was a really interesting job and profession. But um, I only stayed in it a total of 15 years. I felt like there was something more that I wanted to learn. So about the age of 28, I went to uni and um, studied a science degree, majored in chemistry, and actually took that as far as you can take it. I did honours and uh, a PhD in chemistry. I worked as a chemist for a few years until I landed my dream job as a chemistry lecturer at um, Murdoch University here in Perth. And uh, I had done that job for 15 years. So my background is um, caring in nursing and uh, education uh, in chemistry and science. You know, I'm a scientist, scientific head. So what was happening in 2020? Well, we all know that uh, the pandemic had um, massive impacts on everybody and um there was a big impact in the university sector. So the university sector was hit really hard and um, massive loss of income from international students. So that reliance of universities on international student um, international students for their budget was really well and truly exposed. So all universities were in financial crisis and the one where I worked was no different. So one of the ways that they try to balance the books and um, solve the financial crisis is to get staff to take all their leave, accrued leave, actually forcing people to take leave. 
So I had a bunch of long service leave uh, accrued and annual leave, and uh, I was compelled to take that leave. Now, this is such a first world problem, but what do you do when you have to take leave and um, you can't go on a trip because there's a pandemic on? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I decided that I was going to make use of that time and um, do something that was of interest to me. So I was a fitness enthusiast. You know, I was a late comer to fitness. I only took up fitness as a regular habit, really, as a 30-year-old. So, you know, I'm a late comer to fitness as well as um, the fitness industry itself. But at that time, I was a fitness enthusiast and I thought, I'm going to enroll in the Certificate 4 in Fitness and learn how to train myself properly. So that was my original motivation for for starting it. And, um, you know, while I was taking leave during 2020, I was chipping away and working away at the course. Uh, So the version of the course that I did was an online one uh, with video submissions and um, online learning. And you had a 12-month period of time to complete the course. So I started in the middle of 2020 working through the course. Now, by the end of 2020, the financial crisis in the university sector was still bad. And um, another thing that came on the table at the place where I was working was redundancies. So they asked people to volunteer to take redundancy packages. And I had a little think about it and um, thought that it was actually a, a good opportunity to try something new and um yeah take an adventure so i put my hand up for redundancies and i got one so by the end of 2020 i had finished my time at murdoch university and was halfway through the certificate for that 12 month course so you know being able to leave my job and then focus on the next chapter of my life i was able to finish the certificate for a little bit quicker so I finished it, bef- you know, well and truly inside that 12-month time frame. So I think by the end of March, I'd finished all the coursework and I had my certificate kind of by the end of April and I was registering and getting my insurance and, and getting ready to go. So that is how I started studying. So originally it was just as a fitness enthusiast to learn how to train myself. But um, what I soon realized was that, um, you know, being a personal trainer kind of was like being an educator. So everything that I'd done my whole life. So in nursing, you're an educator. You do a big part of your job is educating people. And, um, of course, as a chemistry lecturer, I was an educator. And um, that's actually what I'm meant to do in my life is um, is be an educator. And um, I soon realised that um, being a personal trainer is actually being an educator and um, wor- working through the course components and the assessments, it really aligned with that part of me, so that identity. And um, I thought, yeah, I could maybe do something with this. And, um, you know, especially... Yeah, and when that opportunity came up to actually take a redundancy and give it a go, I gr- grasped it with um, with both hands. So, yeah, 
um, that was kind of a, a penny drop moment for me, found finding that being a personal trainer is a really educative role and um, that really gels with me. Okay, so it wasn't all plain sailing though. I guess I had a few um, concerns and, and fears and anxieties around doing the course. So, you know, I did feel a bit out of place. So, um, you know, everything you see about personal trainers is about young people. All the imagery is related to young people. So personal trainers are young people, people who are studying personal training are young people and exercises seem to be young people. So, you know, most of the imagery you see about the fitness industry is um, centred around young people. So I thought, oh, is this really my spot? Should I be really doing this as a 53-year-old or am I some sort of weird tryhard? But um, I plugged away and um, I soon realised that there were, of course, other people in their 50s and even older um, who were studying the, um, the certificate for in fitness as well. So that was a, a concern that I had, but um, pretty easily overcome. Now, as far as the course content goes, well, you know, I've just identified myself as an educator. And one of the things about being an educator is that you actually also love learning. You know, that's why I enrolled in the course in the first place. So I was really keen to learn about fitness and learn how to train, learn how to train myself and and learn all those principles and concepts of how it's done. So I had no trouble with um, studying the course content and I loved it, I really got into it and um, really enjoyed the assessments too. So doing the assessments, we had to actually get clients, you know, volunteer clients to uh, interview for assessments to demonstrate all of the competencies of a personal trainer. And... Um, all of these were done by video, of course, because this was an, an online version of the course during the pandemic. But um, it was actually a great way to be able to demonstrate competencies just by videoing yourself um, doing all of the all of the tasks. So that was really great. And um, yeah, as I said, it um, in doing that, in actually doing those assessments, I realised that I wasn't just doing it. For personal interest, I think I thought I could probably make something of this and um, and do it as a, a new career. Uh, now, what happened then? So after I completed the course, I pretty much went straight into doing PT uh, as my own business. But I did do some casual sessions for my mentor, who has a um, outdoor group outdoor fitness business like a boot camp type of business and um, I, I did casual sessions with him for about six months so apart from launching straight into my own business that's the only other experience in the fitness industry that I have had um, and in hindsight I think it actually would have been good to go into a gym and do a little stint as um you know, individual personal training um, in a gym just to really consolidate uh, those skills and um, 
and just and just try doing it in in that setting. I think um, I'm I'm actually feeling drawn to giving that a try now. So I had wished that I I had um, done a little bit of that um, group. Uh, sorry, gym based personal training. Um, now, apart from my group outdoor fitness community and the one-on-one -on -one PT, uh, I also do contract work with uh, a local city council providing uh, outdoor fitness sessions for local over 50s. And this is actually a really core uh, activity and great revenue for my business. So a really good relationship I've developed with um, with that city council. And uh, it's really great. That's a great collaboration. So really nice to be able to collaborate with a, a city council doing a, you know, healthy healthy living program for their community, and provide that that service to members of the community. So it's free for free for those um, members of the community, and the city council um, pays me uh, on a contract basis. So that's some other. Uh, experience that I've had and another aspect uh, of my business. Now, another big component of what I do, which is sort of indirectly business, is um, content. So it's um, a big component of what I do. So writing blogs uh, with helpful fitness information and tips for over 50s. I, I write a new article or I, I feature an article twice a month. I've got quite a big catalogue of articles now, so I do um, repeat some of the uh, contents. I, I feature some of the blogs uh, multiple times, not just once once only. And um, these articles form the backbone of my social media posts. So half of my social media posts will be a snippet from the blog that's currently being featured. This is, runs in like a fortnightly schedule. And the other half of my posts will be about, um, you know, services and, and freebies that, that I have uh, to offer people. Um, I, and I really enjoy this aspect of business. I hear a lot of people saying how much they hate doing social media and content creation. And um, I actually love it. So I love writing my blog, um, getting that information out, sharing that information and making that the cornerstone of my social media helps helps me to be really disciplined and um, keep that social media presence going, that daily social media presence. Uh, so I highly recommend that as well. And moving forward, of course, um, you know, I'm still pretty new in business and um, looking to get more traction, grow my business, uh, in terms of paying clients, but um, I also want to expand this educational part of myself as well. So, you know, as I've said, I see being a personal trainer as being an educator. So educating people generally about fitness, the importance of fitness, especially for people over 50 moving on um, into older age, and um, also for fitness professionals you know I'd like love to network and collaborate with other fitness professionals so I see my fitness career going in that direction and building in that direction don't know what shape that's taking yet 
but um, I'm drawn to, to that kind of area. Okay, now I'll um, wind it up with a little bit of advice for midlife people who are considering doing a certificate three and four in fitness. You know, maybe you are a fitness enthusiast and um, you're thinking maybe considering a career change. And what I would say is, you know, just go for it. And even if you end up just doing it for personal interest and learning about your own fitness and, and how to build and maintain your own strength and fitness, that's great. But um, just being open to seeing where it could take you. So that's exactly what I did. So I originally started just as a personal interest as a fitness enthusiast, but I was open to the possibility of um, it being more, it being, you know, a next career in my life. So, and I, I love my life now. It's it's fantastic. I love what I'm doing. I love every day. And um, yeah, that's what I'd say. Just go for it. All right, so that is my introduction to me as the host of this podcast. And uh, as I said, it's um, the, the purpose of the podcast is to really showcase uh, people who've moved into the fitness industry uh, later in life, so 40s, 50s, 60s, beyond. And, um, yeah, so other over 50 fitness enthusiasts can see that uh, what's possible. All right, so I hope you'll join me again for our next episodes. Bye for now.